Since we're all on the internet, internet protection is probably at the utmost importance, especially now. I like to do this through Surfshock's VPN services because, you know, they cover you with a VPN. They cover you with a whole bunch of other services as well that protect you while you're online. It's very, very awesome. Right now, in the link of my bio, you can get 80% off of Surfshark VPN for two years, all right? 80% off. (laughs) It is a deal. Now, my favorite thing about Surfshark is that you can add multiple um, items in there. So you can add your laptop, your phone, your iPad, all of that. And multiple people can um, put it too, put their items in there too in your family if you have a big family like me. So check out Surfshark VPN. Go to the link in my bio to get that 80% off and enjoy. All right. <laughs> Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Astro Dim here, laying in my bed because, you know, it's my bed in astrology. I know it's been a while. I know my voice sounds a little bit weird. I am getting over the, one of the nastiest codes I've experienced. It ain't the nastiest, but definitely one of them. This shit had me down for like a fucking week, y'all. I'm still lethargic and tired as fuck. It's insane. <laughs> it, but I feel at least I don't have the chills. Um, I'm just at least I can't even say I, I, I mean, I don't feel weak. Right. So that's nice. But I'm just extremely lethargic, extremely phlegmy at this point. It's insane. But, you know, um, I definitely was wanting to start a the wanted to start the um, the next season because it's been a while it has and um, I, I truly love this podcast y'all I really do it's I've just been feeling so uninspired lately and I've been going through a lot of like weird transits personally um, I am a fixed rising that's all I have to say I am a fixed rising Aquarius rising Saturn's been in my first house, squaring my midheaven, my Mars, my IC, of course. You know what I mean? Opposite my moon. Okay? (laughs) You hear me? You hear me? Neptune has been squaring my chart rulers, both traditional and modern. Okay? (laughs) Okay? On top of my North Node. A bitch has been going through it. I so um oh Saturn also passed my Venus. Alright? So when I say 2022 and early this year I've been going through it, I've been going fucking through it, okay? Um and so it's I just been doing a lot of reflection when it comes to how I need to go forward with my career and you know, especially with Saturn squaring my Mars and my Midheaven and South Node passing my Mars and my Midheaven and being in my 10th house, South Node, excuse me. Did I say South Node? Hopefully I did. Um, and then North Node in my 4th, so focusing a lot on the situations with my home and my family. 
it's been very um it's been a lot for me and I've been reflecting on what how I need to move forward and it's been kind of manifesting for me being uninspired um, even if I love something just being extremely uninspired and um, I've been blessed because I've been getting still a lot of wonderful opportunities and stuff but um, I've been, you know self know you know that energy really usually represents something, something you have to let go and so this essence of my reputation status and career that I had to let go right um, I had to let go of the, um, let go of the situations within my career that is transformative for me, but it doesn't serve me anymore, you know? And, um, it's been really interesting. It's just been very interesting. But anyways, um, what I wanted to do is talk about um, you know, the 7th, the 7th of March is going to be quite interesting. I usually don't like to talk about like transits and shit, but I'm definitely going to this month, um, because there's been a lot of, it's going to be a lot of changes. Um, I do for the first, you know, I, I plan to do, you know, an episode every other week, right? And so for the first episode of this month, I want to talk about, you know, Saturn and Pisces. And I do want to talk about in the second episode, Pluto and Aquarius. I think it's going to be very important. And then, you know, if you want me to talk talk about something, I'll talk about it. But I do also feel that it's very important for me to talk about things that I'm actually interested in. I am a generator in human design. I ain't feeling it, you know, I shouldn't talk about it, to be honest. I love answering y'all's questions and shit, but, you know, it's just, (laughs) generators get it, okay? Talking about, and and beyond just generators, I'm a generator and I got Scorpio Mars, if I, and a Cancer 6 house, if I ain't feeling something, I should not talk about it, y'all. It's just not gonna come out in a way that it should, um, and my unenthusiastic energy is going to spread out. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, I do feel this calling to talk about the seventh because not only is Saturn moving into Pisces, we're going to have a full moon in Virgo as well. And so I feel like this energy is really important to speak on. And so we're going to do it. Also, um, you know, I talk a lot, as y'all know, but I feel... As sometimes I feel as if I need to talk a lot. Um, and so what I do want to do is create shorter podcast episodes. Um, and if, of course, I'm called to kind of go deeper into something, I'll go deeper into it. But I want y'all to kind of understand that it's not going to be a, um, a specific amount every time. I need to have some form of freedom in my self-expression it is so important. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I do, you know, want to say that. And I think because I create these stipulations is the reason why I haven't been, you know, making this podcast as consistently as I want. So 
maybe the stipulation I'm going to try to switch it up the stipulation is I have to record something every other week however the amount that you get is varied and hopefully y'all can go in the same rhythm as me if you can't it's cool I'm not even going to trip off of it I'm just creating at this point if you know the girls that get it get it the girls that don't don't that's what I'm kind of in right now okay I know I'm, I know you're like, girl, when are you going to talk about Siren Pisces? I am. I do want to just kind of, it's been a while, <laughs> as y'all can see. It's been a while since I've made an episode on my bad astrology, so I kind of wanted to take care of some business, speak on some um, stuff, you know what I mean, before I get started. So, um, But actually, let's kind of peel it around real quick. Um I'm kind of annoyed because I wanted to restart my exercise plan before Saturn enters Pisces, and I don't think I am because I'm still feeling lethargic and sick, but what I think I can do is um, do it right before, like after Saturn, um, I mean after the full moon, but before Saturn enters Pisces. I think it's the full moon first, then Saturn's going to enter Pisces. I'm pretty sure, timing-wise, I'll have to double-check. Um, but if it is that way, then I definitely want to do it like that. But overall, though, y'all, um, Pluto is entering my first. Saturn is leaving my first, right? So it's just like, ba-bam, bam. <laughs> um, and I think that's a big reason on why I'm getting sick. And I think this is important, why I got sick. I think this is an important thing to speak on. You know, um, Saturn being the first, of course, Saturn's associated with discipline. So it's saying, like, bitch, you need to add more discipline to your body, to your personality, to yourself, to just not your inside, but the outside of your body as well. And um, I'm going to be real with you guys. Um, a lot of times, if you don't apply that discipline during that transit like you need to, um, you know, something can happen um, that will show you that, see, bitch should have added discipline. And it could be something physical with your health and with your body. It could be something more internal. Um, and I think, you know, Saturn saw that I was putting some effort in, but certain things were happening and it made it a little difficult um, so I think that's why I got kind of passed by through this cold, but it was like a reminder, like, hey, don't forget to get back on that fucking horse, bitch. Like, stop playing around. And, um, you know, also Pluto transiting out of my 12 into my first and whole sign. You know, it's giving me that other reminder, too. Like, you want this transformation or not, bitch? We can give you a, a, another transformation if you keep fucking around. You want, you want to fuck around? You know? <laughs> I feel as if the universe is on that type of stuff. So, like, the one thing that I, I feel like is important, not to, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to make this about me or nothing, but I want to teach y'all through me, you know? Um, when you have these major, major trends in your first house, it will affect self. And a lot of times it could affect your physical body, very similar to a six-house placement, but not quite. Um, because... You know, sixth house is definitely more like, hey, you need to add more routine and stuff. But the first house is more like you need to embody Saturnian energy, embody responsibility, embody discipline, embody some strict restrictions within yourself that could lead you to success. You know what I mean? 
when it comes to that Saturn energy. And so with Pluto entering, I'm embodying transformative energy. I'm embody, I'm empowering myself, you know. And so I feel like that's really, really important to speak to, too. So, um, you know, just be aware of that when it comes to planets transcend to your first house or any cosmic body, okay? Um, another thing, too, um, is, well, now, actually, I'm going to kind of tie this up in a bow, send it off to the universe real quick. Um, and now I'm going to talk about Saturn and Pisces. Saturn and Pisces is really interesting. Um, a lot of people have a hard time explaining this because it is almost like a oxymoron. Pisces is very free, very open um, to the environment around them and kind of go with the flow type of energy is mutable water. And so it is feelings and emotions that is, you know, kind of dispersed and all over the place. Uh, it reminds me of like a sprinkler system water's just shooting all over the place and you don't know where exactly at this point all you know is you feel water on you it's like that you know what I mean um it's like you know where it rains in different random spots but it's dry in other spots and you're like see you see raining happening in front of you but you're not getting wet it's kind of like that too you know what I mean it's truly sporadic energy and this is why people associate you know Piscean energy um, to intuition and emotion and spirituality it's because that's how like the it works in the astros that is kind of like the best representation to humans of omnipresence you know what I mean you don't have the physical proof you don't have the tangible proof but you know what you feel it you see it you sense it and, you know, it's nothing that can be repeatable, really, because it's not, you know, us controlling the situation. Um, we can't. We can't put our hands into it yet. It's that type of energy where it's everywhere, nowhere at once. But the only way that we can kind of sense it is to intuit it. You understand what I'm saying? So that's Pisces energy. Saturn is the complete opposite. Saturn is about practicality. Uh, is practice you know what I mean you do something you get a result it is physical it's very in your face you know what I'm saying and the thing is it's that like Saturn again is like authority control responsibility respectfulness governance you know what I mean things that are structured things that are tangible things that we make tangible things that we expect a result from so you have these two energies that are totally different but they're coming together um, and they're forming an essence, an energy for the collective at the moment. So this is something that's really interesting. And it's harder for a lot of people to put words to it. But I'm going to go ahead and take a stab at it, okay? So I always say this. Um, a lot of astrologers also say this. Plan the planet is the what? The sign is the how. And the house is the where. Right now, we're not going to kind of talk about the houses because, you know, Saturn and Pisces could be anywhere in your chart. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to talk about the planet sign. And what are we talking about? Saturn. Saturn's about, again, 
authority, control, responsibility, discipline, um, structure, governance, you know, those are the things that we're speaking of. And how is this energy going to be expressed? It's going to be expressed in a Piscean way, which is Oh my God, sorry, that was so loud. Whether it is yours, other people's, or all, you know what I mean? It is, again, immutable water, right? Pisces energy is, you know, being able to be inspired by any and everything, you know? It is, is energy that affects you emotionally, um, just by being and feeling and experiencing or just by like sitting there by yourself and it's, you're still experiencing you know what I mean is allowing the emotions to kind of take over and flow with the emotions of yourself or of the environment or of the situation right so with that being said you know the energy that's going to be expressed is us applying more discipline when it comes to things that we can't hammer down that we can't necessarily prove that can sometimes not be so tangible is adding discipline to the unknown structure to the unknown you know what I mean authority to the unknown adding authority to the things that we can't touch can't hold that isn't that's not as tangible how can you do that there's many examples of that and the first thing that I think of and I mentioned this in my my TikToks some weeks ago is the whole essence of spiritual psychosis okay the whole essence of spiritual psychosis is basically you get into a psychosis because of um, things that that people kind of experience through trying to dig deeper into spirituality right and it's tricky because uh, a lot of this has been seen in like in our face because of the popularity of new age spirituality you know there's always been people that have been going through, through some form of spiritual psychosis but the, the things that are in common is usually people are trying to do things by themselves or do things in a way where they're being led by someone who is also in a spiritual psychosis, right? So they're trying to figure out things by themselves or be led by someone who is going through spiritual psychosis themselves that there's no like checks and balances that is happening within the spiritual system and so people are like being influenced by others to do things that you know to kind of lead them to the psychosis or they're being led to the psychosis on their own spiritual journey because again there's no checks and balances and although we do shit on religion right and everything and you know it's a lot of cases religion should be shat on because 
there's a lot of people who are taking taking advantage people in the governance of religion taking advantage of people who truly believe in them and truly believe in what they're saying and the words that they're spreading and thinking is through the universe and through God right I get that but the one beautiful thing about the essence of religion and what religion is supposed to stand for is creating that checks and balances balances to make sure that we're doing this right and no, we're, no one's getting lost in the sauce. That was the essence of religion. We all believe in the same thing, but we all kind of go by these rules and we all go by this, this way so we won't get too lost in the sauce, right? Um, and, you know, when you think about back, 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 back in the day, right? where a lot of this new age spirituality and a lot of these tools and these things and these rituals that they have, it's all stemming from indigenous religious practice, indigenous spiritual practices, right? The thing is, is that there was a person that we went to. Hold on one second, y'all. <coughs> Excuse me. There was a person that we went to. There was a leader there's um, a leader that wasn't on no bullshit for the most part, right? That would be a perfect guidance to us going through the process. And there, through those, through that leadership, you know, that leader sometimes would have to dictate if someone's ready to tap into certain things and if they are not ready to tap into certain things, which. I don't understand, you know, why does these group of people, one person, get to dictate if I'm ready or not? You know, or why does, you know, why can't I just figure this out on my own? And I do think that some people can, but spiritual psychosis is a perfect example why some people can't do it on their own, right? But again, if we were to come together and try to create a system, there's always people who try to scheme and fuck up everything. So I, I truly think a big, I, I mean, excuse me, and through scheming and fucking up everything, they are creating or perverting the whole essence of what this religion or this belief is supposed to stand for in the first place. Right, and a, and a good, perfect example of that is Christianity. If you go back into what Christianity stood for back in the day, um, or any Abrahamic religion, it really was to try to help people. But then, like, if we use Christianity for an example, there's the Christianity that the Americas are aware of is not Christianity, y'all. It was hey. And I would say not even Americas. I'll just say the Western world. I'm including Europe in this too. Because they use Christianity. They use different religions. And a lot of religions did this. I'm not just saying only Christianity. A lot of religions did this. They use religion to control people. And so they would switch this here. Change this here. Literally changing the holy word. So they can control people better. That's not what real Christianity is. And if you, I, I suggest people, if you're like 
was into Christianity or, you know, or in Christianity, into it now, go and look at the actual, like, real um, translation of the Bible, of the Torah, of the Quran, like, the real translation, not this fucking shit that's been translated like look at the like where it's translated directly from aramaic to english from hebrew to english like the new trans like the actual real translations there's so many differences it's insane and so there's a lot of things that we think that they're saying and they're actually not and things could get lost in translation yes things get can get lost through cultural translation too yes but a lot of it is a lot of shit got lost because they were just trying to control people. You understand what I'm saying? And so, with all that being said, though, let's kind of rewind it back. A big lesson for Saturn and Pisces is for us to have, you know, more discipline, authority, and control of anything that is unknown to us, anything that's unprovable, that's hard to touch that's hard to grasp and for us to be responsible when it comes to things that are unknown to us responsible when it comes to our emotion uh, emotion is so piscean when you really think about it i know you put it to all water but it's random feelings that we're having and you can't say you can't prove if someone's feeling one way or another it's a feeling it's not something tangible. It's not something provable. You know what I'm saying? This is why, like, some per- some two people could be just as sad, but one person is crying and one person is laughing to try to get away from the tears. You know what I mean? Sorry if you hear noise in the background. So the thing is, is that this comes to anything that's unknown, anything that's unprovable, anything that's hard to grasp you know, we are applying more discipline and understanding to it. Um, And sometimes that means us not only just seeking the truth ourselves, but again, applying the discipline so we won't get lost in the sauce. So we won't make wrong decisions or like horrible decisions because we're too lost in the sauce. You know, and again, to kind of go back to what I was saying, I really feel like Saturn or Pisces, a lot of people are going to go back to how the ancients did things because we did it more responsibly back then. We wasn't just jumping into shit willy nilly. You know what I'm saying? You know how people just jumped into spirituality willy nilly and they're getting scared and then get run back to their religion? Yeah. We ain't. You know, <laughs> that we ain't doing that shit no more. We ain't just jumping into stuff. We're doing things responsibly now, and that's going to be greatly encouraged. And we already are seeing it through that conversation of spiritual psychosis and TikTok. And a lot of times with the outer planets, when they make shifts to different signs, you know what I mean? We see it weeks, even months beforehand. We see the shift beforehand. So we're going to be seeing that. I feel like we are also 
going to like it's just it's not just that that's just an example we're going to be seeing it in every in a lot of things I feel like there's going to be a more responsibility when it comes to the unknown of space more responsibility when it comes to the unknown of water of the waters because Pisces does definitely represents the sea and there's a lot of unknown energy it, uh, what did someone say that we explore more of space than we do in the sea like we know more about space than the sea or something like that I swear someone said something you know what I'm saying it, the Saturn and Pisces were making sure that we are responsible in the way that we're going about things but usually how it goes is that we deal with like the harsh side of that transition and then we kind of try to balance things out and we start to see the positive side so you know the harsher side of Saturn is restriction so first we're going to get this restriction you know and then we're going to be like hey wait something's off and then we're going to start to be more responsible and apply more discipline in the appropriate way and the closest that I can express that represents that is Saturn Aquarius. Saturn Aquarius, literally the first week Saturn went into Aquarius is when, you know, the quarantine started, I believe. Or around the time of the quarantine started, March 2020. And Aquarius, you know, if you don't know, is greatly associated with the collective. And so, what is a perfect example is controlling the collective, restricting the collective. And I'm not saying that there was nothing wrong with that. The quarantine was absolutely needed. So please don't try to put words to my mouth, okay? <laughs> the quarantine's restricting the collective. And we needed it because we was just acting stupid as if COVID wasn't like killing people, right? Restricting the collective, right? And then we moved over to like people saying, okay, we do got to live though. And obviously this country ain't trying to help us (laughs) to live. And so we start to kind of go through that weird transition of people, especially people having stark beliefs that we need to go and do whatever the fuck we want. And other people have stark beliefs like we need to restrict more. And there's a lot of people caught in the middle like, "Uh," you know what I mean? And then towards the end of Saturn Aquarius, we are just living now, kind of normally for the most part. You know what I mean? Like that's a perfect example of that. And it all was like, first we had restrictions to the collective. And then we had that weird kind of middle phase of trying to understand it. And now the collective is generally being more responsible, whether that is, you know, you wear a mask when necessary, social distancing when necessary. You know, for some people, they feel like vaccines was it. But it's like, okay, we're being more responsible. <laughs> we're applying more discipline when needed. And we're being respectful of other people. Period. You know what I'm saying? In general, in general, of course, we know they're outliers. But that's what I mean. So the same thing's going to happen with Saturn and Pisces. First, we're going to be very restrictive. The first, you know, decade, I feel, is going to be Saturn and Pisces being extremely restrictive. 
so being restrictive when it comes to the unknown so we already are seeing that now too people saying oh no all uh, forms of manifestation is stupid <laughs> you know what I mean they're spiritual people mind you and they're saying this you know like if, if you're gonna lead to delusion stop doing that right um you're gonna start seeing restrictions within the ocean you're gonna start seeing restrictions within you know anything involved in kind of subconscious mind as well um restrictions with of probably prescription drugs as well um, or any form of drug a lot of restrictions at first and then you're going to start seeing kind of this weird middle ground of trying to figure things out because obviously this is too much restriction and it ain't going to be working out I wouldn't be surprised if there would be like a mini prohibition vibe again <laughs> like for real I have to see if prohibition was during Saturn and Pisces but something like that right and then we start to be like okay what is a way that we can have freedom and be responsible because that's what Saturn's trying to teach you Saturn is not about restriction restriction is a result of you not being responsible and applying discipline that is a result of that it's Saturn coming through and being like we need to you needed to get together so we're going to restrict because you're, do, you're you're being off right now not being responsible right now restriction is a result of you not listening to Saturn you get what I'm saying so with that being said what I want y'all to prepare for is the possible restriction I want you to just relax see understand that this is a cycle this is a phase this is things that Saturn does right and around the same time Pluto is going to be moved to Aquarius and so you know the collective is going to be feeling a great sense of disempowerment for sure disempowerment of the collective and so it is due to these restrictions and so you do have to be aware of what's happening it's going to be a big big change it's going to be awkward it's going to be weird but just like with anything we're going to figure it out so please don't trip and you know don't freak out but also make the necessary moves that you need to to ensure your freedom but within respect to everybody else around you too okay so you know that's my little blur of saturn and pisces um it's gonna be an interesting time and what saturn and pisces want you to do is just be more responsible when it comes to the unknown Apply more discipline when it comes to the unknown. Apply more routine. Don't just do shit just to do shit and just bounce. A perfect example of Saturn and Pisces is like the stories that you hear about people just playing with the Orishas every now and then. And the the Orishas are like, yo, you can't just play. You can't just come and dip dip your toe in real quick and then bounce after you benefit from me. And the Orishas kind of shake shit up perfect example like Saturn and Pisces you have to apply discipline you have to be responsible you have to apply routine you have to when it comes to the shit that's unexplainable the unknown the unseen the things you're unaware of the ambiguous you know you 
just because it's unseen and it's unknown and you really can't explain it, it still exists. <laughs> so as you can, apply discipline, apply, uh, you know, fairness, responsibility in order for you to have be of authority of this energy. You're being authority, having authority of the unknown. But in order for you to have that, you have to have that responsibility aligned with that. Okay? So I hope this is helpful. Um, please let me know if you have any questions. I'll be glad to talk to you guys, okay? And I hope that you found this helpful. Much love. Peace. Hey, y'all. Would you like to get text messages from me? I know you would. <laughs> I want to get one of a kind astrology and spiritual knowledge that isn't really talked about. Well, go join me at winnow.app slash astrodim for $8 a month. I will daily, yes, every single day, send you a message, an awesome message about astrology. You know, this week we're talking about Persephone. Last week, we talked about little bits of astral cartography that's not really spoken about a lot. And, you know, I'm going to do more. Talk about asteroids, because, you know, I'm into those asteroids. Talking about, um, you know, past life stuff. Just a little bits of astrology that no one likes to talk about, but is major, right? Um, you know, a lot of people like to talk about the love and career, and it's needed, Right. But let's get to the nitty gritty. Let's get to the deets. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Join this. I reply back to the messages as well. So again, $8 a month. You get daily text. You get a reply from me. We can chat. We can talk. It's dope. So again, it's winnow.app slash astrodim. I had to think about it. Let me say it one more time. <laughs> winnow.app slash astrodim. Hey, so I actually forgot that I was supposed to speak about the Virgo full moon too. <laughs> so um, let's go ahead and do that. Um, Virgo full moon is going to be the same day on which, of course, Pisces, um, Saturn goes into Pisces. And so um, with that being said, wherever the full moon is, is a aspect of our lives that we need to let go of in order to receive the energy in which the sun is in, which the sun will be in Pisces. And so that's kind of where we need to be. Um, the sun is our leader. We have to follow the sun. That's why the sun is very important in astrology, okay? So um, with that being said, though, um, what we're letting go of this full moon is we're letting go of um, the need to focus on the details um, practically, um, having to focus on, um, you know, doing and fixing continuously when it comes to tangible things within our lives, Nit to the point of nitpicking, to the point of following routines that no longer serve us. Just because it feels like this is how we can have a well-ran machine. You know what I mean? Things like that. Um, things like in routines and habits that we get so stuck into. Uh, 
to the point where we can't think outside of the box. We can't imagine, we can't dream, we can't be inspired, you know? We can't let go and um, surrender to the energies and the emotions that are around us. Um, We are letting go of that, okay? Um, And it's going to be an interesting time because, you know, there's going to be a couple of energies in Pisces. Um, Like I mentioned before, I was correct. It's going to be the full moon, or the full moon is going to be exact before Saturn reaches Pisces. But by the end of the day, it will be Neptune, the sun, Mercury, and Saturn in Pisces. You get what I'm saying? Not at its full exaction, but, you know, by the end of the seventh, which is huge. Um, You know, there is a lot of need for us to dream, to be inspired, to be... um, to kind of tap into the possibilities of life so we can eventually ground them. But if we're stuck in this way of like, this is impossible to do, or at least impossible right now, sometimes we get too stuck into our routines, into our habits, into the details that we put ourselves in a box. That's what we're letting go of. Okay, that is what we're letting go of, and what we're leaning on to again with not only the sun but all this other energy in Pisces is allowing ourselves to dream to not go too far. Of course, we do have Mercury and um, Saturn in Pisces, right? And so we can't go a little too far, however, we need to be inspired again, we need to see the possibilities again, we need to dream within our mind before we can ground it again. Hold on one second. <coughs> Excuse me. So, with that being said, um, we're letting go of how details and nitpicking and routines and habits can get us stuck in the box in order for us to surrender to the energies around us so we can dream of a future and allow it to actually happen. Okay? It's going to be a you know a decently aspected full moon um the moon is going to be trying uranus creating a energy of you know something happening right before the full moon that is shocking comes out of nowhere um in which you know it's gonna it's gonna come out of nowhere like so crazy that we are going to realize the need for us to sit back and you know get into the energy of inspiration you know what I mean it's going to be very very necessary um you know because that makes you know Uranus sextile the sun um sextile Mercury sextile um, you know, the sun and Mercury, yeah. So, that's definitely happening there. Um, of course, the moon is going to be opposite Mercury, the sun, and Neptune. Again, having that push and pull of feeling innately that you need to tap into the details and the specifics of things. Um, 
but the universe kind of pushing us to dream a little you know and to to surrender to the emotions and the energies that we're feeling so we can create something that's different that's new that's needed you know uh, another thing though is that technically there is a t-square between Mercury, Mars, and the Sun. Um, with that energy, you know, again, we're wanting to innately tap into habits and the practical details and the routines that we're used to. But we're also getting inspired to dream and let that those things go so we can get outside the box and the precipice of this uh, the, not the precipice necessarily but the, the the reason why we're feeling this way is because we are our minds are extremely running like super duper fast and we're being really motivated by the ideas that we have but we don't know where we should be at should we go to the planning phase to see to go with what is possible now or should we try to dream and um surrender to our our imagination to see what's possible in the future and that's what's causing the issue um and usually the answer to the t-square is the missing sign in the modality which is sag and i know that creates a grand cross but there's nothing necessarily wrong with grand crosses or squares and oppositions they're just opportunities for us to make take actions Yes, it could be very frustrating, and you don't want too many squares. But, you know, with that Sag missing, it seems as if we need to tap into the energy of going with what motivates us, what gets us, puts a fire under our butts, what gets us excited, and just going with that. It's almost like the fool card, just going with the flow and seeing what happens. That's the energy that we actually need to tap into. Is instead of thinking, should we go this route or that route? And so that is actually an applying square. And so that energy is going to be quite significant. Um, but within like that week, we are going to... Um, <coughs> sorry, again. <laughs> Remember, I'm getting over a cold. We are going to definitely have a random situation pop up where we realize that maybe we need to get out of our get out of this box that we created for ourselves and we need to see the possibilities of the future but we're so used to the routines and habits that we have it might be a little bit hard for us and we have so many ideas so many opportunities um, but we kind of don't know which way to go. So that's going to be the energy. Now, with Saturn eventually entering into Pisces, what it is doing is saying it's okay to dream, saying it's okay to step into the unknown. It's okay that we don't have the proof now, but we need to create it. We need to create the system, the governance, the discipline, the responsibility 
in order for us to have authority and control over this aspect of our lives. You get what I'm saying? So that's where Saturn comes in when it enters into Pisces. This is actually putting, starting the fire that we need to start to have more responsibility to our imagination, to our dreams, to the future that we are dreaming up in life, to the unknown, whatever the unknown it may be. You know, we're trying to understand spirituality in the astral world or we're trying to just manifest things to make the 3D life a little bit better. That's what that is representing. But we can't get into the responsibility of the unknown unless we stop creating this box that we have within ourselves. Um, This box of monotony just because it's comfortable. Of like, okay, let's do what's realistic. And I'm I'm not trying to lead people to the fountain of delusion. I'm really not. But what Saturn and Pisces is trying to do is create that balance. Allowing ourselves to be motherfucking for real as well as allowing ourselves to dream and allowing ourselves to know there's more beyond the world than we can see and that's okay but let's work with what we are fully aware of now and make certain things um, make sense to us whilst being grounded Saturn in Pisces is understanding the unknown in a grounded approach and taking the responsibility needed to do that continuously. That is the lesson, Saturn and Pisces, okay? So with that being said, um, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done for real this time. I keep feeling like I have to cough and I'm getting short of breath. I think, you know, this cold was like bronchitis-y. That's what I'm feeling. So let me go rest. But I hope this was helpful, y'all, okay? Much love. Peace. Remember when I was doing the Medusa podcast and I was talking about how Medusa jewelry can be a line of protection for you? Well, Misha Farzaneh, which is an ethical and sustainable jewelry shop, has the cutest, cutest, dopest (laughs) jewelry. Like, I love it. And they have um, Medusa pieces as well. So feel free to go into the link in my bio um, to get, you know, 15% off and check out their jewelry. It lasts long. It's beautiful, beautiful quality, beautifully, like, designed. Just, I I love their pieces, okay? So go ahead and check them out and, you know, get the 15% off, I'm saying. okay one last thing i swear i swear okay uh remember i was saying that hmm, i wonder when the prohibition was like where was saturn during the prohibition was it in saturn and pisces and so i actually ended up doing some research right and um the prohibition started um, January of 1920, I believe. Let me double check. 
um, January 17th, 1920, and it ended December 5th, 1933. So 13 years of prohibition. And if you don't know what the prohibition was, it was literally written into the U.S. Constitution. It was the 18th Amendment, uh, which banned manufacturing, transportation, and sales of intoxicating liquors, which is alcohol. It went into effect the passage of the Volstead Act. And so, um, of course, it was difficult to enforce, especially back in those times. Um, I think it will always be difficult to enforce. There's always going to be some form of black market to the things that people want, right? But um, first thing I saw within this is that it's funny that um, prohibition started in Capricorn season and ended in Sag season. (laughs) It's because, you know, Capricorn... Um, the harsher side of it, the harsher manifestation of it is restriction because it is ruled by Saturn. Um, uh, well, Saturn is ruled, rules Capricorn, excuse me. Um, and then Jupiter rules um, Sagittarius, and that is all connected to jovialness, um, abundance, um, excess. <laughs> So I think that's very funny, but actually um, Saturn during the beginning of the prohibition was in Virgo, which is the opposite of Pisces. So um, I, I always tell people there is a commonality between the axes. You know, the opposite signs are very, very similar to each other. Um, very, 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 very similar to each other. Um, yes, they have a different element, Um, But it's the same modality, so they go about things similarly. And so, believe it or not, um, although Virgo is seen as being very, like, straight and narrow, Virgo is beautiful, too. They go and explore ways on how to be, express their practicality to be the most practical, to make the most sense, right? That's their thing. And with Pisces, they are mutable with their emotions and their feelings and the energy that they pick up. So with Saturn and Virgo, you know, that what that was bringing is, you know, authority and control and discipline and responsibility to routines and habits. Habits. Alcoholic habit. Thank you. All right, there you go now. So bringing, you know, um, stability and security and um, authority and you know again authority which is the government coming in to restrict habits to restrict you know um, how you go about breaking things down and trying to perfect things too much do you see what going here the United States trying to perfect how people go about their vices trying to perfect society by telling them they can't drink do you get what I'm saying here now, the, the difference is kind of like, okay, well, what is the thing that we are going to restrict with Saturn and Pisces, right? For Saturn and Virgo, they restricted alcohol, right? Um, I think around that time, there were, that was the beginning of the restriction of hemp as well, like marijuana and things like that. I believe so. Um, let me know if I'm wrong, but I believe so. And... The thing is, is that what 
will the restriction come along with Pisces? Now, this is, this is just my thought. Again, Earth sign is all about the tangible. And so, as you know, drinking is something, you know, alcohol, spirits is something that is tangible. Wine and spirits and alcohol and liquor, all that stuff. It's literally something tangible that you can feel, that you can literally consume, right? Um, in the 3D form, which gets you into another state, right? And alcohol is not just something that, you know, people have fun and party with. And the ancients, our, our ancient ancestors actually used this for us to be able to tap into spirit, believe it or not. Similar to marijuana and tobacco and the poppy seed and other, you know, um, you know, the shrooms and everything. Same thing. Same thing. It's just that we go ahead and, of course, make it into a party thing, party drug. But um, this was, you know, used spiritually at one point, right? And so it talks about how you can do something with the tangible, tangibly, and be able to um, get into an altered state one way or another to understand certain things to get to a specific level to get to a certain point all right using the tangible to get there but with Saturn and Pisces you know this energy is not so tangible it is getting to something on an emotional level so what can we restrict when there's nothing there nothing tangible What it is, is the restrictions going to come from, it's like a state of mind and a state of feeling that is being restricted. And so it will be through, you know, the control of the collective, um, making the collective feel that they should not go and do certain things, i.e. this whole process that I was talking about before about spiritual psychosis people are trying to have a hold on it right because this is something that it that needs to have a we need to have a hold on and be a little bit more responsible with spirituality we absolutely need that but oftentimes what people do history repeats itself we always restrict too much we force it every time and prohibition is the same thing but in a physical form because we're talking about saturn in an earth sign so it's going to be tangible. We are going to influence the collective through emotions and sad experiences to try to tell them, no, don't manifest, don't believe in certain things, don't do this, don't do that. We shouldn't do it, period. There's no such thing as being responsible and manifesting. It's going to be kind of a thing like that. I already see it happening, literally. Like, I've seen TikTok saying this shit and people trying to control them through fear and through emotion because we're talking about Pisces here water sign all right and then you know Piscean energy is so influencing that people are really going to fall into it but there's going to be also people that's going to fight it like greatly and that's just how that energy is going to start off if it's not that 
it's going to be something else but it's not going to be as tangible as with the prohibition it's going to be an energetic feeling thing an intuitive feel stuff like that that's how it's going to actually pan out and work out okay that's my belief and understanding of it Um, Of course, there is going to be some physical things that are being affected as well. Um, But again, it's kind of like uh, the essence is we don't know about the unknown. It is scary. We don't know how to control it. So we're just going to turn up the restriction like a motherfucker. So something is like something weird's happening. So we're going to restrict like all even like those weird like little ufo thingies that's been around people think it's a weather balloon blah blah blah. it's been like we don't know what this is so now we're going to shoot down anything and restrict anything from doing that from people doing that or for that from appearing you know i feel i really feel like you know especially with saturn retrograding every year the first 10 degrees is going to have that in essence for sure, even a little bit afterwards, but definitely the first decade of Saturn and Pisces. Okay, so um, I do want to add that. Another thing I want to add to December 5th, 1933, Saturn was in Aquarius. Isn't that funny, y'all? Um, Saturn was in Aquarius, um, I believe it was 11 ish degrees or something like that. I don't remember, but Neptune was at around this 11 degrees. Um, Virgo around literally the same degree as where Saturn was when the prohibition started and Neptune is has a modern association to Pisces and also is aligned with forms of intoxication and forms of you know taking ingesting things and kind of tapping into other versions of yourself are not necessarily versions but you know opening yourself up to certain things getting high pretty much okay (laughs) so with that being said um you know I think that's interesting how it ended up that way um you know what I mean the the planet that's connected to you know, prescriptions, drugs, alcohol is where ends up where Saturn was when sat when the when the country was restricting things. You know what I mean? I think that's very, very, very interesting. Um, this is really interesting. And then Saturn was in Aquarius, um, I believe, second deck in Aquarius. And so that, remember I told you the second decade is when people start to be kind of be like, all right, come on, we need to do it better. We can't just keep restricting. This is not the way. And so so remember Aquarius is connected to the people. You understand what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, very interesting. I think that's how I think things are going to pan out. And I actually wanted to do that prohibition thing. Um... You know, I love talking about the history and astrology associated with it. It's so much fun. Um, maybe this will be what this season of uh, My Better Astrology is about. 
I am having a calling of tapping in more to mundane astrology. So, I don't know. It might be something that I'm going to be talking about more. Okay. Anywho, I hope that this was cool for you to listen to. And I'm going to be, I'm done for real this time, I promise. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you.